Welcome to Life and Shenanigans. We are on episode four. Um, and um, on Life and Shenanigans, you'll hear authentic, relatable, informative, and uplifting conversations. I'm your co-host, Judy, and I'm excited to be joined by, by my co-host, Miss Waldette. That's right, Waldette, she's here. And we have two amazing guests for today's episode. We have Trixie and Joe. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Judy. Hi, Waldette. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Hi, Judy. Hi, Waldette. We want to say that we're huge fans of you guys. We love what you're doing. Um, you know, the show is thought-provoking. There's great topics. We're, we're huge fans. So keep it up. Fantastic. So you must have gotten our payment for that ad. <laughs> Thank you. We weren't supposed to do that live. <laughs> oh, what's my bad? Well, today, um, we're going to go ahead and start, as usual, with a little recap of our previous episode um, and just kind of highlight some of the feedback that we got from some of our listeners. Um, I will have Miss Waldette take it away and then we'll get right into the meat of uh, today's episode. So, Waldette, take us away. Yeah, no problem. We we were talking about some really hefty things last time. Mm. Salacious, you know, hookup, ends with benefits, situations, and entanglements, you know, the nitty gritty of dating. All right, so to recap from our last episode, if you haven't heard it, please check it out. Um, We talked about the good, meaty parts of relationships, you know, those things that you really can't tell your mom about, you know, the hookups, the friends with benefits, Mm. the situationships, the entanglements. (laughs) All the juicy stuff. And so we're trying to figure out how do we get from there to something more substantial. So we we delved into dating versus courtship. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately, how do we go from shenanigans to the altar? Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And that's what led us to these great guests that we have on today. We want to ask someone who made it to the altar, what was their journey? How did they get there? Mm. That is perfect. So, as we said, Trixie and Joe are friends. They live in the Midwest. They're doing big things. Ah, please. Welcome. Welcome. My fellow East Africans, welcome to the show. So, we're going to just kick it right off and ask, right? Like, because today, again, dating with intention. You guys started dating. Y'all are married now. Tell us, what stage were you in when you started dating? And by stage, I mean like... What what, frame of mind? Yeah, what frame of mind? Who wants to go? Joe. Oh yeah, I'll go first. Okay, Tracy, come on. (laughs) So, well, I feel like that is a broad question because, well, when I think of a stage, you know, and you think of dating, you kind of have to first be... I mean, timing is everything, right? You have to be in the right state of mind. Mm. And for me, I was kind of in the stage where I was having a relationship with myself, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. no one can complete you. You have to complete yourself. And don't put like ridiculous expectations out there because remember, expectation is the mother of heartaches. So when I was out there, I had I was in a stage where I was owning my happiness. Mm-hmm. I did not want to give that huge responsibility to somebody else if I did not know what was going to make me happy, what I liked in life, what I did not like. So I was yeah, I was where I wanted to be. You know, I was happy with myself and what I had achieved at that point. Okay, in my life. Yes, Joe, where were you? 
you know, that's a, that's a great question. <laughs> and <laughs> I What frame of mind, Joe, might you have been when you met Trixie? What frame of mind? Were you were you ready for dating? Were you looking today? What was it just someone oh, still in the midst of shenanigans? Mm. <laughs> Tell us. Oh, what that? <laughs> what that? I was not in the mix of shenanigans. Actually, I was in a. <laughs> I was actually in a very good place in my life. You know, I was. Um, you know, we're talking about dating with intention. Um, mm-hmm. I was very intentional um, because also I'm not a fan of wasting my time as well as somebody else's time. And so I was very intentional about the things that I did. Oh, the things that I do in my life, generally speaking. But then, mm-hmm. especially about my relationships, I was definitely intentional about that. Um, but then in terms of stages, I was, uh, as I said, I was in a good place. I was happy with myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was fully fulfilled. And in all honesty, um, you know, the mindset I had, well, if, if um, I was fully fulfilled with myself, so if marriage wasn't in the cards for me, um, I was content with my life. I was happy with my life regardless. So, huh? um, you know, just happened to be where everything, you know, I was in the right stage. And mm-hmm. you know, thank God it, 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 it worked. <laughs> 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 thank God. Hey. Okay. No, that's super awesome. And and so then, I guess, how, you know, obviously we're talking about what what does it entail when it sounds from what both of you are saying that you were very, you were in a very different frame of mind. You were both happy with where you were. You had both done some work. You obviously have previously dated other people, but... Um, what was different? Not, not me, not me. Eh, not you, you, you all. Eh, this is the first relationship ever, in fact. Ever. <laughs> you are lucky. You are lucky, Trixie. But I, I guess in hindsight, right, uh, were you... It's one thing to say that you were intentional and you were in a good place. And for you, Joe, you were... You know, if marriage was in the cards, great. If it wasn't, you were fine and you were content, right? Um, but then both of you... You know, obviously, sounds like you were very intentional when you were going out there. You're not wasting other people's time, etc. What what work could you tell us? Did you do any work, or what work had you done on yourself prior to getting to where you were ready to make that decision of like I'm ready to date intentionally or I'm ready to move forward? Yes, any of you, go ahead. And I can go. So something I wanted to clarify when it comes with to dating with intention is mm-hmm. I was partly intentional. And the reason I say I was partly intentional is because anytime you put the word intention there, I feel like you're putting so much pressure mm. on yourself and on the relationship. Yeah. Because at the back of your head, all you keep thinking about is, oh my gosh, I want to get married. I want to get married. Mm-hmm. And then when you start thinking of that, you kind of start rushing through the process instead of going with the flow. Mm. So that's why I want to say I was partly intentional because... Yeah. I had a vision of what I wanted my future to look like, yeah. which of course, among other things, it involved getting married, mm-hmm. but I wanted to enjoy the process, enjoy my significant other and everything that it brought with it. Hey, hey, Trixie, that is a what? That's an amazing answer. That is an amazing answer. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I told you you're not dealing with me in a professional setting. Huh? <laughs> come, 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 my sister, come. Joe, I am hired. Hey, right on the spot. On the spot. Joe, how about you? What was the question, actually? Well, yeah, you. I mean, that answer definitely. I mean, I I, I guess you said some stuff, right? In terms of Mm -hmm. you don't want that heftiness, right? Of the expectation Mm -hmm. of 
that comes with that word of I'm going out there dating with intention. But I guess I'm curious, like, what had you done? Had you, you know, uh, dated before? And are there things that you had looked in your life and said, you know, I want to work on this? Had you what, what work had you done up until that point to where you felt like, man, I'm in a good place. Like, I'm happy with myself. I'm ready for whatever comes. And I'm just going to enjoy it as it comes. Like, what, what, was there any work that you had done on yourself? Of course, I am not perfect. And I feel like every day of my life is a day for self-improvement. I always learn something new every day. Mm. And when I look at my previous relationships, of course, one thing I took out of that is expectation is the root of all heartache, thanks to the great William Shakespeare. Mm. And if you know anything about me, is you know that when anytime I do something, the word expectation is out of the door. Because what is expectation? To me, I feel like expectation is when something that you're looking up to on or when reality fails to live up to what you are expecting it, right? Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, I felt like if I don't want to have expectations, then what do I need to do? Then of course I have to have a relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. And what that means to me is one, I have to acknowledge my whole completeness and accept the responsibility for my my happiness and engage in relationships that, you know, challenge me to be a better person and, you know, and not put that burden on just one person. I mean, even the guys out there, they're somebody else's children. And can you imagine you giving this person the whole ownership of something that you that comes from within you mm. right but instead of doing that i was like nope i am not going to do that i I will make my own happiness i will work on the things that i enjoy doing i hanged out with my friends and i learned a lot from my friends eg judy i yep. really learned a lot from you that has actually <laughs> built me a lot mm-hmm. you know what i mean and when i was ready to go out there you know i had the confidence of what i had to offer and what i was looking for hey doctor come Joe, how can you follow up on that question? We want to hear your... your uh, tell us, you tell know, us. I think, <laughs> pressure. I think Trix is touched on... Um, I don't have no pressure. <laughs> um, no, I think Trix is touched on, um, you know, most of the points, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. When we're talking about da- dating with intention, right? Yeah. Sometimes your intention, when you're dating, you're not necessarily looking for marriages. Sometimes your intention is just for the shenanigans. Hey, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, nothing. There's nothing wrong with it, for sure. Indeed. For sure, you know, Indeed. but I guess the intention is that you're going in knowing that and being able to communicate that to you. Mm-hmm. Right, so mm-hmm. again, saying, "Hey, listen, this is for shenanigans. This is for situation. This is for a situationship. <laughs> you know, this is just for you know a friends with benefit entanglements, whatever mm-hmm. however you want to call it. You know, or, mm-hmm. or, or whether it's not necessarily marriage, but you know something that's more um, long term. You know, I think right. it's important to, to. I think that's where the intention comes in, right? It's just yep. being able to say, "Hey, this is what I want. You know, I'm going in this way. This is what I'm offering. This is who I am." And this is at the moment, of course, the mm-hmm. stage. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And kind of finding a partner that would complement you in that stage. Right? I feel like um, a lot of issues arise. We're talking about expectations. I feel like a lot of things arise whenever both of you are in different stages, different intentions, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're just kind of going with the flow, hoping that, you know, the intentions change. And, and so, sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're talking about the happiness from yourself. Um, I think all that is all that is key. It all plays a huge factor in, in whether... Um, you know whether it's going to work or not so um, with intentions i feel like it's always important to communicate upfront to the person that you're dating seeing talking to um, i think it's always important from the get-go to communicate mm. your intentions whether it's um, i wouldn't say necessarily marriage because you're going to scare off everybody right oh, hey, i'm here to marry you, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh, yeah that, maybe that won't work so well you know i wonder but... <laughs> that's why they left hmm. oh okay continue <laughs> sorry continue 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 <laughs> But, but you know what I mean. It's I just do. Going, going in, yeah, just going in and just making sure that you're 
you know, you've communicated that effectively. And you also give that person the option, right? Because the relationship is two-way street, right? So oh. you want to be sure that they have the opportunity to either accept or decline what you're offering. Right. Not finding out on the fly. So, um, and you know, that also helps preserve your friendship, right? If it wasn't meant to be, at least you'll be friends. Maybe later on you'll align in the right stages and then, you know, things might work out. So, um, yes, that's my do? take on, on dating with Mm-hmm. So, quick question then to piggyback off of what uh, Trixie mentioned that um, during her, I guess prior to um, beginning that dating phase, uh, she hung out with friends and she allowed those friends to um, be impactful in her life. Mentioned Judy to kind of help her become the woman she um, she has become. From a guy's perspective, did you talk about your feelings with your friends in that way? Did you have guys that you confided in in that regard? You know, great question with that. Um, <laughs> that's a really good point because you know, guys <laughs> typically don't necessarily um, you know, share their feelings and emotions. Yet. Uh, and that's, of course, a stereotype. Some guys do. Uh, I'm, I'm not that type of person, generally speaking. Um, but, uh, gen- I mean, honestly, my friends were, of course, key in who I became because, um, you know, of course, you, well, as I was making, you know, as I was finding myself and finding happiness within myself, course i was traveling along with them uh you know we'd, we would have some conversations about relationships and and, and uh, so forth so um yeah i think as as i was working on myself it just kind of um you know i was getting tidbits from everybody watching their relationships right watching people around you how they're doing when they break up it's like okay why did they break up because you have the outside seat right and seeing like okay i definitely don't want that to happen to me or oh yeah i would love that in my relationship if i ever had that think also just using them as, as an example and then uh, also your own personal uh, you know things that you've gone through as well but all it all kind of plays a factor into, uh, into, into getting prepared i guess if that, if that makes sense and also finding your happiness so you know the last episode both of you talked about you know uh, either going to the movies alone or waking up at 5 30 a.m to kind of do the things that you want to do mm-hmm. i thought that was excellent because i think i feel like more people should be should do that to find themselves to make themselves happier because um, i think that's so key because when you do that you can offer yourself to somebody in a way that you know, they would never be able to expect it and you didn't you know, you could give them that you know? so I, think, I think that's, that's a big key hey job beforehand um, in all honesty like <laughs> I, I got a diamond whenever you know <laughs> whenever i started dating her, so, um, yeah oh. and, and i hope i hope she feels the same way about the work that i put in but did you feel that no she too, definitely put you? in all the work and honestly <laughs> oh yes i did you know uh, for me when i i mean when i met joe i was kind of looking for somebody who would not necessarily feel a void, but would complement what, what I already had to offer. And when I met him, I was just like, there you go, my brother. You are complimenting me in the right ways. Hey! Yes. Hey! Yes. People out there, are you hearing what is going Pinch. on here? Please, if you're not listening, listen. Pinch your ear like this. 
the way we always say pinch your ear if your mom never told you listen to me pinch your ear and hear what is being said please work on yourself it is imperative that you do the necessary work so that when you do come into any relationship whatever that form of relationship is that you are complementary hey goodness Yes. Beautiful. And not only that, sorry, Judy, to add on. No, go ahead. Not only, not only um, complimentary, right? But mm-hmm. it also it forces the part, your partner. Or, like, let's say you're going and you're doing your part, um, you're doing everything the way you want to do it, and you're happy with yourself and so forth. It also forces the other person, your partner, to then step up as well, right? Because, mm, yes. you, like, in, in essence, you see, you know, um, the amazing things your partner is doing for you. Um, mm-hmm. Even just the little things, you know, like your partner is taking you out to dinner, um, they're, they're doing these, these, these little things. It also makes you step up. As, as, as a partner saying, hey, listen, I don't want to let this person down, so I have to do my part. So I think, uh, yeah, True. I think overall, I think that's, it really does help. So. Mm, that's wonderful. So I um, I'm curious, right? What were you, um, Trixie kind of alluded to this, but what were you looking for, Joe, you know, once you decided, um, you know, you were, I guess, quote unquote, ready, right? For whatever came, whether it was a committed relationship or whatever it was going to be. Were, were there particular things um, what, what were the important things like if there were like that the person who you would be in a relationship with you kind of had to be in alignment with that helped you make that decision even as you went on that hey maybe this is the one in this circumstance I knew from a, from a very very early stage in the relationship that, mm-hmm. uh, that she was the one um, just because she was so different uh, and you know Trix, Trixie is fantastic she's a wonderful person yes she is um, Trixie, you're not allowed to say that about yourself. Look at you. Get out of here. Humble thyself. Okay, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) No, no. It's wonderful that you know you are, you know. But yes, continue, Joe. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, yeah, so... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it is the truth, you know. And it so, is. Um, it was easy. I mean, from the get-go, it was kind of one of those situations where um, I wasn't necessarily... I knew the things that I didn't want, right? So there's certain characteristics um, in a person that I was that I knew, hey, that doesn't work with my personality, mm-hmm. generally speaking. You know? Okay. And so I know that, hey, this this type of person, I can't date them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, starting, starting to date her her heart and her kindness it very quickly um, or very early on in the dating i knew okay you know she's the one yeah you know but we we do have to still go through the process of the relationship and, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, still take the time to to learn each other learn one another exactly exactly mm-hmm. but you know, from an early stage it was uh, there's no real details as i said there was nothing i was necessarily looking for i wasn't pinpointing uh you know has to be this has to be that not necessarily i just more it was more characteristics that i was looking for like, hey, you know, this doesn't work, so I know I can't do that. This this works more, so if I can find somebody with this type of characteristics, you know, it may, um, I'm talking about personalities, by the way, not, mm-hmm. not physical. Obviously, mm-hmm. Thank you for that clarification, because I was about to say, <laughs> yes, oh, down, Joe, that. what do you mean? Uh. <laughs> you clarify that. Yes, I meant from a personality standpoint. <laughs> personality. Personality. <laughs> yeah, from, from a personality, because I think, at, at least for, for me personally speaking, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think personality obviously things are yes. Um, those are the main things I was looking for. It just happened to be where everything, the full package was here. So Ooh, yes, <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was lucky that. That's wonderful. You mentioned timing, though, Joe. When you said when you say early on, just so I guess our listeners have an idea of sometimes I guess what it takes for someone to know that they know. So when, if you could put it in a time frame, when would you say that you knew that she was the one? Oh, that's, that's a really good question. I'd probably say. 
within the first two to three months. Oh. Break a feeling that she was the one. Um, and mind you, we're also dating long distance. So, um, you know, we're doing the back and forth. We lived about three hours with each other. Uh, you know, we're talking on the phone, texting, talking. And, and as I said, we're doing a long distance. So it, uh, within two or three months, I was was very convinced that um, she was the one. Um, but, you know, we're talking about timing. I think timing is crucial in because all the stages, when we're talking about stages, when we're talking about intentions, all of that has to do with timing. Yeah. I feel like, if, you know, if, if the timing isn't isn't there, right. that mm-hmm. works. You know, and so you yep. could have found your soulmate, but yep. if you found them at the wrong time, Ugh. it doesn't really right. <laughs> right? That is so true, Joe. Yeah. Like, so, so true. Trixie. So I think timing is key. Yeah. And, and Trixie kind of alluded to the same thing, too. So I'm curious, Trixie, tell us from, I mean, we've heard Joe. Um, but we want to know how about you like how did you know did you know earlier on similarly that you know this was there was something there could be a potential it might be the one Oh yeah, of course I did know earlier on. Yeah, I think year between year three, three, four months in, I definitely knew he was the one, and mm-hmm. I kind of threw myself out there because I mean, remember, um, all gro- glory comes from daring to begin. You know, when you are going into a relationship, you have to be willing to be vulnerable, right? Yep. And let me clarify something there because when I mean vulnerable, that doesn't mean that you have to lower your standards, right? Set your set high standards and never compromise on them, right? Mm-hmm. And what that means is your standards have to be value driven. I mean, good example is maybe like qualities over materials or whatever and whoever you meet and they can meet your standards yes 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 because i'm a huge believer in never compromise on your standards because there's a very good reason why you came up with with them to begin with uh preach it yes when i met him and i was like oh my gosh i had really high standards and he was like checking all the boxes for me Mm. and i was like this is it i am settling in hey (laughs) no that is so true though you know like i feel like especially when it comes to standards in this day age so this is a, a, a separate i'm digressing but i want to mention it because i feel like i watch a lot of shows i listen to a lot of people out there and for whatever reason like there is this weird um phenomenon going out there as though you having standards is a bad thing as though you need to lower your standards especially as you advance in age people are like hey you in your 30s uh, should you be having these high standards your standards are too high yada yada yeah. now i'm not talking about like like having ridiculous expectations, right? But I'm totally agreeing with Trixie that you need to know what your standards are. You need to know the things that you're not willing to compromise on. Matter of fact, one of the things that, you know, I really feel like if you're going into whatever type of relationship is, you really need to know what you're, you know, what you're bringing to the table and what you're willing to to accept and what you're willing um, to give, right? Because I feel like if you don't, um, and if you don't stick to that, that's kind of where the issues kind of start you know the rubber meets the road where you're not really in alignment and you know and you need to know like if this is not working for you if you're having to find yourself lowering your standards to a certain point like you know it's not gonna bode well for you down the road so why even do it like let that person go and wait and see if you'll find somebody else and like joe said if it's in the cards for you then you know it is what it is and if it's not you are content in of yourself and have done enough work that you will be content in of yourself but anyway well that sorry i i, I know, 
clapped. Hey! Hey! Well, also kind of add on that, Yuri, is, I mean, as I had mentioned earlier, is, I mean, your standards are there because you demand greater things from life. Other than that, I mean, if you do not want great things from your life, then you will not have any standards. And the moment you find yourself, like, trying to make excuses for somebody, for their behavior, or for something that they did, I think that's a no-go zone. That should just be a no-go zone for somebody. Oh, there you go. Well, I have a question for the both of you. Um, you mentioned that you started off long distance. So what was it at the beginning that allowed you to give yourself, um, I guess, the permission to put that investment? Because that would be an upfront investment. So what was it that gave you that decision to move forward, even though it was long distance? Uh, for me, I would say I was at a place where I was ready to be vulnerable because when you are in a long distance, I mean, not even in a long distance, any relationship, you have to be willing to be vulnerable because this is somebody you are ready to open up to right Mm -hmm. and the moment you're ready to open up to somebody you're already a sitting duck because you're dishing out all your secrets to this person and you have no idea what they're going to do with that information right so i feel like when you're ready to just kind of get in that phase Mm -hmm. right and you're ready to kind of accept being a sitting duck or being vulnerable I think that was just easy for me and that once again all glory comes from beginning to from daring to begin mm-hmm. right if you don't dare to begin then it will you know nothing will ever happen you just have to take that first Risk. step yeah, yeah. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think you just have to take that risk. And, you know, we, as I said, you know, from, from the get-go, I already had a good feeling from, um, you know, from very early on. And just, yeah. And, and especially when you're in, in a long distance, you know, it forces you to know the person, right? Because you have to communicate, you have to talk, you have to be on the same, you know, mm-hmm. kind of on the same page as, um, just on a general perspective, right? Just letting them know, hey, I'm coming over this weekend. You have to kind of talk about it. Right. Um, so so uh, just with that communication. Okay. You know, I, feel, I feel like uh, it, it just, it helped. It helped. I was going to ask, did it, it help? Pro- did it this help? Yeah, yeah it, it definitely proved to be an asset. You learned how to talk to Earlier on. Early on exactly. mm. Okay. No, I think, um, you know, I, I'm going to ask what everybody else who's single out there and is, is kind of, you know, hoping to meet somebody that they can kind of get together with is, you know, how, where, where did you find each other? Where do quality people go to find people to date? Because it seems as though there is such a shortage of dateable or, or, you know, people that you can, okay, that, that, that's the stereotype, but I'm just saying like, how about high value people? Yeah. Ah. What's that? There's a reason. There's a reason. I'm You're here. trying. I am here. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Where, where do you go? Where do you meet good people? Joe, you, you first of all, we awesome, want to know from awesome you. Question. Where do you go? Where do you... Yes, of course. And this yeah. is, I will tell you. And this is the big secret, right? The mm-hmm. big secret. If you want to find high value single people, right? Mm-hmm. You really want to find them mm-hmm. and you really want to date them, right? Mm-hmm. Be open. You'll meet them everywhere. Oh. Church, mm-hmm. the grocery store, they are your friend's friend. They are everywhere. These opportunities, it's just about you being mm. open-minded, you being aware of it, and you knowing, I mean, just being open. You have that friend who's been there for like 10 years, mm-hmm. seen you go through all those ridiculous relationships that you've been <laughs> that they've been by your side, you're told to cry on, you know what I mean? Joe, I feel like you're judging me. Why are you judging? Are you judging me? I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. I just generally, generally speaking, you know, you have that person who, you know, you're like, oh, that's my friend. I never look at him that way. No, be open. You know, that person has been there for you. Obviously, they your shoulder to cry on, so they're already like a, you know, they already help you in those situations. Mm-hmm. Right? You already trust in them in that way. You know, maybe that's the perfect person for you. And you just, you just don't realize it, you know? Apple, we um, hear from Trixie you know, because you, I feel like yeah. you're judging me. Uh-uh. 
Huh? <laughs> I would never. <laughs> no, but no, th- you know what? That that's actually a really good man, Jill. <sighs> now you're making I think me think. Let me let me take a, let me take no, I'm saying let me take stock. Let me I'm pulling out the the my, my Rolodex <laughs> of uh, <laughs> Uh, of uh, friend zone, my friend zone uh, Rolodex. Uh, you're welcome, friends. You're welcome, friends. It's a very, it's, it's a big truth, you know. And also, your friends is friends, right? You mm-hmm. always have to be aware. Your friends' friends, or your mom's, your mom's friend is hey. son. You know, I mean. Hey. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Opportunities are, all, the opportunities are everywhere. So just you know, be open-minded. Get yourself ready for that person, mm. and then just be open-minded after that. You know. God works in mysterious ways, and and, and you know, eventually you'll you'll find that person. I think the question everyone wants to know though is, can you find love at the club? I hey, mean, is it possible? Mm. I don't uh, see why not. Did you not hear Joe say, "Be open anywhere. They're everywhere, <laughs> even in the club. They're in the club. They're in the church." You know what? I am actually a true believer of being open. Actually, matter of fact, maybe sometimes I'm too open. You know, maybe, 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 maybe. just a little. Just. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. <laughs> oh my god! I think you just need to be ready for it, and timing is everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it can find you anywhere. As just said, it can find you at a club as long as you're in the right set of mind and mm-hmm. you're ready to welcome it. Mm. Then it should be good. And also follow something that makes you know challenges you to grow, not just anything just that walks by. Hey, I am feeling so judged today. Hey, make sure that person meets your standards as well. Make sure they meet your standards and you're not just falling in love with. <laughs> Shagla bagla. Eh? And then we are here trying to like, you know, uh, try and bring them up a little bit. You know, you know what? Hey, you people have really spoken some serious truths today. What that? Are you feeling judged? I mean, not judged. Uh, I'm feeling very judged. I'm here sweating. Think about it, though. If you are trying to fix somebody, you know, that's already a red flag because that means you're trying to lower your standards. Because if if somebody was meeting your high standard, then you don't need to start fixing them. Then you'll never be able to fix somebody. Exactly. So the moment you start fixing, then that means you're compromising. Natural does not mean that you have to be a fixer. Right, but I think that's the confusion. I think that's how a lot of people get into situationships and entanglements. Hmm. I, I don't I you, mean, uh, there's compromise in relationships for sure so mm-hmm. there is some compromise that has to happen but I mean they have to meet some standard that you have and some line like they can't cross certain lines that yeah. except for yourself that, that and you, more for all that is I mean as long as you're fixing somebody and your fixation is value driven something that aligns with your values go for it you know what I mean mm-hmm. But don't fix somebody, but you're fixing somebody by lowering your standards so that you can kind of go in the same level as this person. Mm. Right. No, I agree. And that's why I wanted to kind of bring it up because I think uh, situationships and entanglements are a big topic right now in terms of dating and relationships. Yeah. So I think it is finding that what what is that balance? What is the what's okay to quote unquote work with and what's not? You, you know how people say you have to know what the deal breakers are. I feel like that's what we're talking about. Kind of like, you know, when Joe said, mm, there are some people, there are some characteristics. I'm not even willing to go down that path, right? And I feel like it's the same It's the same thing in several instances where for me, I know, for example, I have some deal breakers. Like, and I am quick. I am quick. Let me just give an example. 
we uh we a friend of my uh, of mine and i uh did an <laughs> okay well that and i what that i'm sorry <laughs> for putting our <laughs> secret, <laughs> secret. <laughs> we did um we did an online dating like it was a uh, speed dating um and it was about six six minutes each right and when I tell you how much you can find out about someone in six, six minutes, yeah. it was incredible. So it is incredible. I mean, I, I, I right there, I was like, I had X, 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 X. And people, you yeah. know, because I was like, oh, no. Then I was like, oh, that one. Yeah, maybe that one had yeah. some. Mm. You can feel it, right? Like you can feel it. Yeah. You can see it. You can hear what they're answering some of the questions. And right there and then you kind of knew, right? But it was so incredible to me. What I came out of um, from that session was like in six minutes, leave alone the three months, six months that you waste, two years, five. <laughs> Jesus, you know what I'm saying? That idiot, yeah. <laughs> Literally in six minutes, you could have saved yourself the trouble, right? Because you would have known right there and then. And and I'm not saying that you give people six minutes, right? And that's it. Because sometimes I feel like some people send their representatives, right? So in, in, in six minutes, they sound very wonderful. But then, you know, six weeks down the road, you're like, oh, hell no. This is not the person that I... No, this is out. But I feel like people feel invested um, once they've spent a little bit of time. And so they're constantly trying to do that thing where, you know, you're either trying to fix something or you're trying to lower your standards um, and you're trying, you, you start compromising on those like do not go zones, right? Like the deal breakers. You're like, okay, I know I said, ugh, but if, ugh, okay, fine. Right. Um, and then you, you find that, you know, all that emotional toil that you have put in will, will be for naught because at some point you will get to a point where you're like, man, this is not, this is not it, right? And you want to get there faster than later, right? Sooner than later. Um, let me ask um, both of you, actually, any of you can jump in. Um, like, what are the key things that... Um, we're all African on this call, obviously. So for me, for example, cultural alignment is something, you know, kind of important. That emotional maturity. You know, I want someone who's got a good financial head because I, I didn't used to have a good financial head. You know what I mean? Um, I, I need someone who's about family because I am about family. Um, you know, responsibility. What, what Are there any things like along that thread that like how important was alignment? I'm not even because both of you are, are very different, right? Like you're very different, but you also um, very high. I, I don't want to say high vibration, but I guess you were both at a really good point where you had done a lot of work. So emotionally, you were mature. You, you kind of knew where you were going. But were there any particular things like that you really required that were you know main focus things like th this person has to be here or i'm willing to work on this but they, they at least have to have the skeleton oh well i did have well of course culture is important but i want to also emphasize on the fact that while it's important there are ways to compromise and kind of work around you know things that you and your significant other agree on mm -hmm. right so um one of the bigger things to me i mean well culture was a big thing but more so was ambition mm -hmm. and somebody who's i mean who's a good communicator right mm -hmm. and a in terms of um, of course if I throw a bait out there I have all the intentions I have all my best intentions out there right mm -hmm. and I'm kind of I know what I have to offer but then 
and at the same time it's like I want my partner to compete with me in what I have to offer but to compliment on what I have to offer mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, for me I would say I was definitely looking for somebody who was ambitious mm-hmm. I mean in life when you first meet somebody they might not necessarily be where you know where they want to be and they're still and as long as they're working mm-hmm. towards you know getting where they want to be I think I was willing to work with that luckily I mean Joe was already at a good place yeah so that worked well for me right mm-hmm. and I know the other big one is financial well I, I kind of don't want to overemphasize on that because well we were still young right yeah. but as long as we had a path in our I mean when we kind of talked about finances and I was like oh my gosh we are actually in line with what with all our goals and what we want to do in the future right so that really worked for me and I always feel like with finances when you start dating somebody earlier on one year two years you can always kind of tell if you guys will kind of be on the same page or not yeah Yeah, this is alignment is key, and so I like the fact that Trixie said something about she said ambition, which is which is key. You know, you always have that that potential, who, mm-hmm. you know, person who has potential to do well. Uh, but I feel like a lot of people kind of overlook the potential. You know, the person who is not there yet. You know, everybody's looking for the doctor, who's finished product, Range Rover, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, exactly. And that's not realistic sometimes, you know, because um, I, I guess depends on which you know where you are in life, of course. So, mm-hmm. so I guess standards matter in those situations. But if you're young, you know, you definitely should not be looking for that. You should be looking for somebody with the potential. Um, yeah, and also maybe that's not the where you're looking to go either, right? So just some somebody that's going to align with your future. So I think that's, right. that's align, aligning in terms of you know what your goals are, uh, where you want to be, uh, things that you want to do, family, all the above. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, I like how you were mentioning, you know, family, culture. Um, you know, I feel like those are standards that you, you've already set for yourself. That mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to move out of out of those standards, which is which is great. Yeah. Um, personally speaking, um, I try to stay as open as possible. It just mm-hmm. happened to where culture, everything, family, this situation worked out extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes, you know, you have to be open in terms of, you know, you may find, you know, the person who is from Asia has more similar culture to you uh, than you ever imagined, you know. Because you gave mm. them the chance, and all of a sudden they fit in amazingly. Or from Romania, mm-hmm. randomly is an amazing family <laughs> person who you know you never would have seen that coming. You know, you could find that person from uh, all the you know from different different areas, from Mauritius, you know. Right. Knows? But just generally speaking, you know, uh, I think the standards is, is definitely important to have those standards. Uh, and you know, you should definitely have it. Stay open, but have standards at the same time. For sure. Okay. Uh, in my situation, my standards were more personality based than yes. anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was more for me because I know who I am. So I, you know, I, I had to make sure that I was with the person that was kind, that wouldn't take advantage of me because I know my mm-hmm. own personality. Is, right. Uh, Softy. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Not to get, not to get personal. <laughs> not to get personal. But those are kind of you know just just those, those are the deal breakers. Yes. Those are some deal breakers that, that you have to kind of figure out as you go and learn. Okay, this is this doesn't work. This, is, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes. That's where I'll go. And of course, with alignments, timing has everything to do with it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Everybody has to be on the right page at the same time. Because whenever you talk about alignment, it's, it's a time thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can give somebody time to, to, to get aligned with you, and that's fair as well. Um, but I think timing is That's so interesting. You know, both of you mentioned ambition. So I guess, I guess Joe, from a male perspective, were you were you looking specifically for an ambitious woman? Would, would her ambition intimidate you? And just, I guess, for other listeners out there, how should an ambitious woman feel, um, I guess, in dating? Was that something you were looking for specifically, or, or how would you take it? That's an awesome question. Um, it wasn't anything I was looking for specifically, um, but it's a huge, huge plus in my mind. You know? mm-hmm. And ambition, I'm not talking career-wise, financial. I mean, ambition can be, you know, 
talk about family, we can talk about somebody who's ambitious, uh, uh, taking care of, I guess ambition is just, this is in a broad sense, right? Right. Finding somebody who's ambition aligns with your ambition. Because uh, I, I guess not, not everybody's looking to be a millionaire necessarily. Not, everybody, yep. <laughs> not everybody's necessarily looking to have, depending on your lifestyle, nobody's really, not, not everybody's looking for that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think it's more being aligned with your goals Mm. But I like the word ambition better because ambition shows that there's potential, right? And yes. I think that's key because a lot of people dismiss people because they're like, like, well, this guy, you know, they don't have their stuff together, so not interested, you know? When in reality, they're getting their stuff together. Right? They're getting there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were some, tough, some rough patch in their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm speaking about both genders, obviously. You know, right? so, yeah. I, so, so, yeah, so I like the potential. I have to say something, though, right? Um, Not not to negate anything that you said, but just to add it on top of that. One of the things that I feel like, okay, so again, timing, different stages where you're at, that's different, right? Like if we're talking about ambition from like a career-driven perspective, uh, when we're talking about potential, that's something very different, right? Um, And I feel like people, all of you who are listening out there, we're talking about kind of the surrounding theme is being open-minded like Joe said right so I could be with someone who's a blue-collar worker um I don't really you know again the goals it, it's um being in alignment with goals not necessarily being in alignment with um quote-unquote career or wherever it's going but the one thing I do want to say is that don't be um especially as you progress in life like it's great for people to have potential but don't just be don't just be swayed or married to the idea of potential because that's one of the things that I find um some people fall into that thing of being really into someone and and their potential right but but the truth of the matter is that significant other um can display quote unquote their potential they can talk a big game they can talk a good game but they're not really working on themselves to fulfill and to to get to their goal they're not really work. you know what i mean and so you really have to be discern discernful right or whether this is someone who just talks a good game right and is really misrepresenting themselves right and just um panning out there but they they are not really working putting in the work that is required for that potential to come to fruition a hundred percent judy I, I couldn't agree with you more and and really you know we talk about goals we talk about i mean to have potential right you have to have goals right yes. all a goal is a goal is a dream with a plan that's mm-hmm. all a goal is right it's like hey you aspire to do this or you, you're reaching to um, you know, let's say you want to be a million, millionaire, right? Yeah. What What does it? That's just a dream. You just say, "Hey, I want to be a millionaire." But if you're taking steps, like, "Hey, look, I'm going to save you my 401k. I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to purchase these many assets. I'm going to um, do all these different things around to then become a millionaire. Then it becomes a goal, right? Yeah. So I feel like you should never. When we talk about potential, of course, you know, don't just go with the person who's doing all that talking and <laughs> yes. the action, right? None so of the action. For sure, <laughs> the action has to be in place. There has to be a plan, and that comes with communication. It's just being like, hey, okay, you know, I see the potential here. It's like, okay, so, um, you know, yeah, we see that you want to be a doctor. What are you doing to, to get there? A doctor, right? Mm. <laughs> what are you doing to become a doctor? If you're not going to school, obviously, you're not. I'm watching doctor, you- right? YouTube <laughs> University. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Right? I'm and getting so, my master's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so I, I, I couldn't agree with you more in terms of the potential, or the big talkers. Uh, mm-hmm. It's definitely important to make sure you have an action plan, have something in place to, to fulfill that dream. 
feel that you Trixie, any final words as we come to a wrap? Judy, thank you so much for having us. Woo! As I had mentioned earlier, you know, when you're out there, follow something that challenges you to grow, set high standards and never compromise on them, and just take care of yourself during this pandemic. Folks, you had it here, okay? You have had both Trixie and Joe, our wonderful guests today, as we've talked about dating with intention. Well, that Master Gorilla has grilled them on quest. <laughs> yes, she has. <laughs> in a positive way. In a yes, positive way. in a very positive way. But we are so grateful. Honestly, we are so grateful because, um, you know, we really want this episodes that we're putting out there to be fulfilling and to be, you know, nurturing to our listeners as well as ourselves. And so uh, Joe said it best, the good people that you're, you know, quality people that you're looking to date. If you're out there and you're wanting to date, please know that whoever you're looking for or whoever you're supposed to be with is right out there. You just need to open yourself up open up be willing to be open they're all over the place you can find them in the club in the church at the library grocery store all over all over all over joe take what's your final what's your final take wrap it up for us oh you know i i i love this topic this was this was a really insightful i i hope our viewers enjoyed as much as we did Mm -hmm. um but you know back to back to the single people stay open uh you know give give that person a chance that's that's gonna be my biggest uh you know my biggest thing have those people that are there that you never even considered you know consider them especially if there's something going on there if you have some kind of connection you know, i think that's uh you know be uh, you know uh, date with intention you know go go in there and have some intention behind it so oh. and see see what happens worst case scenario it doesn't work so and that's not terrible neither <laughs> nope not at all yeah that's not a that's not a bad thing um, but in all honesty you know we want to thank you both this was awesome um you know the podcast is depth fulfilling. I think it touches on topics that a lot of us are to talk about, or topics that you know, even amongst friends, we, we have a hard time sharing. So, you know, I think this is very thought provocative. I think this is, um, I hope it's helpful for the viewers because I thought, I thought this was real. I think this was awesome on the previous episodes. If you haven't had a chance, you should definitely go back and, and uh, take a listen. Thank you. Thanks so much, Joe. That's a great segue, too, because on our next episode, we're actually going to delve uh, deeper into um, what the two of you actually discussed about the work you did prior to dating and where you were at when you were beginning your relationship. So we're going to talk about the seasons and just to help listeners find out where they are and how to journey to the next season to get to where they're ready to go mm-hmm. shenanigans to the altar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's where they want to go. Time. Right? Yeah, take your time. Take your time with it too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stages that you're in. That's super important. Well, thank you to all of you who are listening today. Thank you to Joe and Trixie again for joining us today. To Miss Waldet, always keeping us on time, on task. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and please follow us on social media life and shenanigans it's an n in between the two words life and shenanigans you can follow us on twitter you can follow us on instagram you can always listen to us on your favorite platform from apple Podcasts to google Podcasts. you can listen to us on spotify yes 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 but, uh, <laughs> i love this thank you so much again um and please tune in next um episode for the upcoming seasons and how to get you to where you want to be next 